0: and welcome to another episode of no doubt where we will look at current events people and everyday issues and language from Shin buddhist perspective and then talk about in-depth points that delve more deeply into the doctrine of this tradition my name is takashi miyaji and i'll be your host let's get started topic is what is a possible way in which we can deal with the issue of anti-Asian American sentiment in this country? In viewing the recent increased attacks on Asian American individuals in various parts of the country as well as across the world, we are saddened by these senseless acts. Asian Americans have been the target of discrimination, ridicule, amusement, and now Violence at the hands of many individuals of other ethnic backgrounds, yet are somehow expected to stay silent on their mistreatment. As American Buddhists, this community is no stranger to ostracization and marginalization, as was experienced by the incarceration of Japanese Americans in our recent history. Yet, our resilience and strength comes not from anger and resentment, but rather through the solidarity and self-reflection that humbles us to see the plight of the human condition. As Buddhists, we center our lives on the Buddha Dharma, the world of Amida Buddha's wisdom and compassion. Through this understanding, we are the first to admit our limitations as sanctioned beings who are ignorant of our ignorance, which makes us susceptible to blaming and hurting others for our misfortunes. However. Let us not respond with fueling the flames of anger with more anger which is inextricably linked to ignorance. The Buddha teaches us that only love conquers hatred and enmity. What we as Jodo Shinshu Buddhists recognize is that this quote-unquote love that is being discussed here is first and foremost the great compassion of Amida Buddha. As such, it is on this fertile ground in which we take the first steps. To extend our hearts out to others. It is on this unifying ground in which we identify the solidarity with other disenfranchised groups. It is on this sacred unity with all other beings that we remind ourselves that we are the links in Amida Buddha's golden chain. Finding solace in the ground of great compassion allows us to see more clearly the true state of the world we live in. So that kinda ends the uh, statement that I've written and uh, instead of going into the doctrinal matters, um, I'd like to talk a little bit more about this issue of anti-Asian American sentiment um, and um, uh, and the issue of some of the rhetoric that is kind of going around regarding this issue. Um, in seeing some of the um, statements from other groups and people speaking out, I think it is appropriate that people speak out against being attacked. I think the Asian American community, whether that be Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Filipino, Thai, Hmong, and the list goes on and on, right? that we have been consistently picked on and targeted. And as a person of Japanese American descent, I really am proud of the fact that my community has made it um, this far in a country that makes its racism very explicitly known. I really admire the fact that many Asian people from various walks of life are really voicing their opinions and speaking out against hatred in general and and not just hatred um, that is uh, being uh, directed at Asian Americans. We, as in the Japanese Americans, we were you know one of the first to stand uh, with those who were taking part in the Black Lives Matter movement and I I think further um, back our Buddhist community, who consists mostly of Japanese Americans, um, voiced our solidarity for the Muslim American communities who were being targeted during the time that mainstream America was really being was really pushing this agenda that all Muslims were against the American way of life and were out to get you know the Christians and the Jews. Right. Um, it really kind of, in a lot of ways, it. It amazes me that I have to be talking about this issue in 2021, right? But at the same time, um, I'm not really that surprised as well. You know, because, you know, Buddhism teaches us that all beings have ignorance and subsequently, racism is going to exist whenever and wherever we go. So long as we deny that we are capable of being ignorant people, both as a collective whole and on an individual basis. I will be the first to admit that I have thoughts that generalize people and make quick assumptions about the people around me, not just on racial terms, but on socioeconomic terms, as well as educational terms, and on mental health terms, etc., etc. Right? It's built in us to want to expand and fortify the ego self, which, more likely than not, is done so by attempting to take away from others and or exploit others. So just going back, I'm I'm very proud of the Asian American community that 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 is really kind of speaking out against their mistreatment from other people. However, one thing I do kind of want to express is a little bit of concern with at least from a Buddhist standpoint, this term outrage. I see this term coming up here and there, and at first I didn't really um, pay much mind to it uh, until one of my friends, who is also a uh, minister, uh, kind of pointed that out to me. Um, I'd like to give a little shout out to Seattle Buddhist Church. Uh, but uh, uh, so this term outrage, you know, is not something we as Buddhists um, should be condoning, in my humble opinion. I understand where this sentiment is coming from, and I completely feel this way at times. So I I, I get it, right? I mean, I I mean, have you seen the footage of the guy in Oakland who gets uh, pushed on the ground from behind? You know, from behind. You know what kind of punk ass move is that? Seriously, right? If you're gonna come at me, come at me from the front. And what are you doing attacking the elderly, right? You know, this is what happens when we don't educate the youth properly. Anyway, what was I talking about again? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. rage, rage. Yes, yes. Uh, so um, let me collect my notes here. Um, Yeah, but I mean, you know, in the seriousness, though, as you saw in in what I just exhibited, right? Rage can get carried away, you know, very quickly, right? Rage or anger leads only to more confusion and hatred, right? It has been specifically pointed out by Shakyamuni Buddha himself. We cannot take part in anger in this way. We have to channel that in a way that doesn't end in anger. Greed, anger, and ignorance. These are the three poisons stipulated in Buddhism. Anger will only lead to destruction of the other and the self. So I think we should be wary of this emotion and the use of the word outrage. I don't think we should suppress it, right? I think we should be open about our emotions and express them and talk about them with others. And this is why we have the support of our family and friends. But You know, acting out in anger and letting our rage manifest in action, resentment, and words of hatred will lead to more destruction. If we let the raw emotion of outrage lead the discussion, there won't be a discussion anymore. There will only be battle lines drawn. so i just want to continue on from the last thought which was that we should not let outrage take over the conversation of fighting against racism otherwise if we let outrage go unchecked we will create this feeling of either you're with us or against us but it doesn't have to be like that right i think This is where Buddhists have to really take our stand on this issue as not just Asian Americans, but as Asian American Buddhists or just just Buddhists, right? We are taught by the Buddha that anger resolves nothing. We engage with society, not with anger and resentment, but with perseverance and resilience. Now, some critics, you know, they might say that What I just pointed out is simply buying into the model minority minority stereotype. The silent type that knows how to right? As we say in Japanese. uh, To just, just, uh, what is it? Uh, Take it and turn a blind eye, right? We don't speak about these things at the home, right? And that we should just bear and grin it. Asians don't talk about our feelings in front of others. Japanese, inscrutable, right? Well, those same critics will, you know, they'll say that this new generation needs to stand up and speak out against hatred and racism, right? So just to respond to that, you know, I'm not saying that we should just bear and grin it or that we should just shut up and take it, right, and to turn a blind eye. What I am saying is that we can and should express our emotions. We should take a stand. We should stop and speak up when we see racism happening to us. But I'm also saying... That there is a way to do that, that doesn't appeal to the raw emotion of anger, right? which the Buddha points out to us. Instead, what we can do is channel that anger into a more poised and self-reflective approach, prompted by the Buddha Dharma. We then act by volunteering to chaperone our elders. We do that by extending our hands out to other communities of color that are being targeted. We do that by engaging in discussion with people of other backgrounds. We do that by educating our youth and telling them the importance of education because education and morality go hand in hand. We do that by properly paying our teachers livable wages and encourage their aspirations to teach the next generation. We discourage music and language that glamorizes bad behavior and explicit greed and avarice. We elect politicians who will work for the working class and not the social elite. We do that by keeping a check on our military spending. We do that by working to stop endless wars that traumatize our youth who go out on the battlefield. We do that by asking ourselves, just what do we mean by the word justice? And why do we feel like we are the ones who are able to decide what that means? We do that by becoming teachers, religious leaders, politicians, lawyers, health workers, scientists, artists, musicians, writers, philosophers, and what have you who become fighters that don't act on rage, but rather act in the participation of great compassion the universal principle that most people have seemed to have forgotten or overlooked these days at least. We have to pull in the reins and remember that as Buddhists, great compassion is the universal principle that underlies and embraces everything. Because if we act on rage and anger, if we condone this feeling of outrage, it will not stop until we are all consumed and that is the textbook definition of ignorance. So right now, the uh, Derek uh, Chauvin trial regarding the death of uh, George Floyd is taking place. Um, I haven't been keeping up with it too closely. I've just been watching the main points that come up in the news, and in watching the various people taking the stand to give their eyewitness accounts or professional opinion on this case, I noticed something um, peculiar. One of the things that uh, I noticed was that for all the people who were taking the stand, Uh, Many of them were crying uh, as they were giving their testimony. For me, what I take away from this is that the people who witnessed the death of a man or were involved in this incident in some way or another all felt the immense pain that comes uh, with this death. And what that shows me is that these people were all moved um, by this crying out of the world of great compassion. In other words, many people will say that um, these people were crying, uh, who were crying, were speaking to or connecting to the humanity between us all. It was really moving to see um, these individuals really feel the pain and the and and um, the utter confusion they felt uh, when another human being can act in such a heinous way towards another person. From a Jodo Shinshu perspective, the quote-unquote humanity that those individuals connected to has, in fact, a deeper dimension, a deeper plane. It is not just humanity. Rather, it is the world of great compassion that underlies that humanity. The world of Amida Buddha's great compassion supports, or what we call, embraces all humanity. It is when we feel the pain of others. It is when we sympathize with other people's suffering. It is the feeling of helplessness when we see other people suffering. These are the times when we tap into the world of great compassion. We just don't realize that. Or, you know, we don't recognize that that is the case. But Jodo Shinshu teaches us this principle. We are being taught that what makes this world go round Is great compassion. It isn't money, power, fame, or how much stuff we own. These are all things that we preoccupy ourselves with that actually work to cover this principle. Why? Because these things cater to our ego selves, not the underlying principle of this universe and beyond. Beneath humanity, Lies the world of great compassion, and we have to remember that as Jodo Shinshu Buddhists. So once again, you know, I think we're doing a great job, and we're working really hard to speak out and take a stand uh, against racism that is being directed at us. But I just, I just think that the term outrage and letting our raw emotion of anger and resentment, which we have been allowing, or we might have been allowing in our discussion. Um, get a pass, you know, when I think that uh, this sentiment is counterproductive to this movement as well as who we are as Buddhists. I am not saying that we should not speak up and speak out, but I am saying that it does matter what we say and what we are using as our source of inspiration or motivation to take a stand. From a Jodo Shinshu perspective, we stand because we affirm the fertile ground of Amida Buddha's great compassion that embraces who we are. That'll do it for us today. Um, In the beginning, I talked about a statement regarding the anti-Asian American attacks and talked about how Shakyamuni Buddha teaches that anger will not conquer anger, only love will do that. Love for us Shinshu Buddhists mean that we affirm that we are embraced in the true reality of Amida Buddha's great compassion. Next, I discussed about the importance of speaking out, but that we should be wary of the words of outrage or anger because these are emotions that the Buddha specifically tells us to be careful of. Instead of rage, we should take the time to reflect and essentially take a deep breath take a step take a step back and look at the situation then fight in a way that will help to bring about a more fruitful and lasting change rather than to give in to our raw emotions that we may feel at that moment thank you for tuning in today to another episode of no doubt i'm your host takashi miyaji as the master Shandao states, quote, may we together awaken the Bodhi mind and be born in the realm of serenity and joy, end quote. Take care, Dharma friends. Until next time, Nam Ami